my 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 good morning good morning blessed folks good morning i kind of woke up a little late because i stayed up a little late but i'm getting it done about the the debate last night um matter of fact i was i recorded it live so i know y'all heard my mouth (laughs) um i just i don't know i just don't i don't get some of it i really don't because for me ain't nobody answer nothing you know what I'm saying? Um, and I don't know why they keep bringing up old stuff. They keep bringing up the, the record and the debating about what wasn't done in the Obama administration and and what Biden didn't do. But first of all, Biden wasn't a president. He was the vice president. All right? And they was in there for eight years. And some things did get done. Some things his hand was tied, and no, some things I didn't agree with what President Obama did. But I took advantage of everything that was offered because I had to research. And the only thing I could say on a lower level pertaining to the community locally did not promote what was presented to the American people when it dispersed that um America Recovery Act of 2009. Or was it 2008? 2000, no, 2009, because he was elected in. Okay? And why I'm so stern with that, because I was part of it. I was able to start my daycare business from that Recovery Act. You see what I'm saying? But the only reason why that I was successful with that, I had to dig, I had to ask questions, the little programs that they implemented for you to obtain the resources and you had to do your part to the black Americans. I'm telling you when it first was introduced, they had like three different meetings, right? The room was packed. By the time you got to the third meeting, it, it, it dwindled because at that time, a lot of people, when Obama, President Obama came into office, they had their recession going on, right? People was losing jobs. Um, the motor, automotive industry was collapsing. The banks was foreclosing so many people homes to the point where they was bankrupt. So they dispersed aid to the banks, right, to help sustain people homes. I know for a fact they helped the automotive, the automotive industry tremendously. Because I have a cousin that literally worked in a manufacturing. Instead of its closing, I think it was in Chicago or Detroit, they was able to sustain that. And the car manufacturing began to to revive itself, right? Okay? So they want to keep throwing that up, all right? Now they're throwing up this, this ISIS thing, right? Okay? Um, first of all, if she's been in captive in the Obama administration, that's what you're saying? Okay, what about when Obama went 
if they want to go all the way back, Obama had the had the Secret Service go in and capture the uh, what it was Osama bin Laden. All right, and start shutting all that down. The war, the people, the our military people, uh, brothers and sisters, they was dying, dropping like flies over there. He ceased the war, right? He came into an alliance where you was able to bring so many soldiers home. Come on, y'all. If y'all want to talk about something, let's talk about all of that. Okay, but of course, it's a debate. Of course, you got to find the weakness and highlight the weakness, the areas that they didn't do well in. Of course, yeah. All right. And this fracking thing, what the what the world is this fracking thing? I'm going to have to definitely research because that's all. I'm, oh, yeah. They said they're not going to fracking, but they're going to be fracking. They're going to stop the fracking. What is the fracking? Fracking. <laughs> Sound like Clash of the Titans released the cracking. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> you know. And then they're talking about the the uh, the climate control. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you on that one. It don't matter what type of green uh, plan they have until the the soul of America repent. And I'm a, and and that's the fact. And I'm not trying to throw no water on on no parade, but you know y'all can do all this physical stuff. Oh, watch my. It's like damn. Look at the. Right. It's right side of my leg. It's funny. But anyway, um, yeah. Until the soul of this America, to the American repent, to the soul, the, the all the bloodshed that's on American soil, all the mistreatment due to the slavery and the injustice and the inequality for the black race. I'm sorry, y'all. Until that is rectified and America truly repent. You can have climate change. Well, let's rewind. You can have a green plan, save the wells, save the water, save the trees. Man, until that happens, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but I tell you what, this too shall pass because of what the word of God says. Not because of what Dr. D says or what the word of God says. And the heart of America have to repent. You can come up with reforms and policies. The black nation have to repent. Yes. Why? Because we have made other things God. We forgot about the true God, and we made our our career and our business and our our talents, gifts and talents that God gave us. Yes, but you know our prestige, our influence. We didn't make all of that gods, you know. And we, yeah, we say, "Oh, pray to God." I thank God for this and that, but the Word of God. Says that many say, Lord, Lord, but your heart is far away from Him. It's all a, a, a act, it's all a front, it's 
it's religion. It's not a relationship. So in a way, I do understand why they can't really answer the question. Because it goes deeper than that. But, but, but on the flip side, though, you, at least you can try to answer the question. Right, y'all? They can at least try it. I know two things for a fact. They asked about the transition of what was the Biden-Harris going to do if Trump don't want to concede and leave the White House. So they went through all of this bill, like who they have behind him. So she mentioned, um, you know, the, the the top leaders of the military and Colin Powell. And I would just say that according to the status of the law and the transition will take place and we're not going to have no problems. And why is the lights flickering? Because you know we got this stone coming. Definitely, definitely, definitely don't need that bow right now. Today is what wins. Well, we straight. I got um, I'm gonna call my daughter up. See how they doing? Cause they they got evac if voluntary evacuation now. Um. It's, it's going to turn. And you're going to hit pull Lake Charles again. And, and, you know, those lower lines. But I need to see and really watch it because we got a lot of the wind and the rain. It did some damage out here to the Houston area. And we out here on the outskirts. And we did pretty good. It did pretty good, but um, I don't know you guys. We just gotta. I'm just ready for this to be over with, to this point where they can come to an agreement. Um, oh, this is another question. They didn't answer the question pertaining to um, the pandemic, which she did say that they're gonna follow with science. You know, science saying meaning if science say okay. We need to wear masks or don't wear masks. Whatever the science say, they're going to follow those instructions and lead the American people uh, to safety and ABCDFG, right? Okay. Uh, so I guess she did answer that a little, but I guess I wanted a more detailed plan. I wanted it planned out. Now, um, with the race thing, he couldn't answer that either. They went back talking about... He's not with the Nazi and gonna say Trump got a niece that a Jew and and um I, I was like, okay, yeah, but I think that niece, y'all don't get along. And <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's like, why is y'all talking about this? Y'all talking about family issues. I, we, I, uh, people don't want to hear that right now because people got their own family issues, right? People need y'all to get in that house and settle that bill and release this money. That's what people need. You done held on for almost, what, another four months? What? They released money, what, in May? It was in the end of May. People started getting the relief. Okay, so May. So you got June, July, August, September. It's October. Five months later, that check should not be no $1,200. That check should be at least $5,000 for each household. 
to help people catch up. And they really think they're doing something, y'all. They really feel that that $1,200 is like a million dollars that's going to really, really help the American people. Really, if you would have released it the way it should have been done, at least it would have been at least some type of life jacket for the American people. But no, y'all going back and forth, back and forth. And every time I'm turning around and hearing, they're adding something else to the... Okay, the Heroes Act was supposed to be just for the American people. How in the world that y'all are adding all this other stuff to it, right? It should be separate. Let the corporations and y'all have one for them and then have the American... See, y'all trying to divide that money all kind of ways so y'all can have y'all other pot for yourself. That's what's going on, people. And see, that's what teed me off because I know I'm one of the, and not only me, but they have other individuals that have their critical thinking cap on and can really see see um, the forest in, from the trees. I guess that's a good saying, huh? I don't know. <laughs> you know? We can see what's going on. We can see within that little bubble how y'all covering stuff up and making it think that y'all going to make everything all right. Because, oh, we're we going to do this and we're going to do that. But this is the real numbers here. These are the real lives. You know, and, and he up there talking about, oh, it's a blessing from God. I got COVID. I mean, you boasting in this thing. They got people that suffered and died from this thing. Okay? Suffered. And died from this COVID. I had a mother-in-law died from this thing. A cousin died from this thing. Come on now. Family and friends that have died from this COVID. And it was not a pretty scene. You understand what I'm saying? And they did not have an opportunity to walk back and forth and see their families deport young children, teenagers that have lost parents five through four, three, two days apart from this thing. They didn't have the luxury, Mr. President, like you had the luxury. So how dare you? You can stand up and say, oh, I guess it was a blessing from God. I got COVID and now I had a chance to to use one of the experimental um, medicines, and I'm going to make sure everybody get it free. Yeah, that's the same thing like y'all said about the COVID. Because when it first came out, it, they was charging you $175 to because I went, I went to go try to get a test. And if you didn't have any insurance, it was $175 to take to get that test done. Now, I, I walked away. I said, oh, well, I guess I just got to go through it. If I got it, I got to go through it. I got to go through it, and I went through it. Even though the other the other symptoms wind up being vertical or something, the doctor say, and they, and they ruled COVID out because I didn't have a fever. She she said one thing you will do you will have a fever. Well, I didn't have a fever, and then as we went through it, y'all remember a lot of people had different symptoms, so you're not gonna always have a fever. Okay. So how dare you? I'm not pleased with that. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. And this is just how Dr. D feels. And I might lose lose listening audience, but I want that man out that office. You need to go. You need to go because you're puffing yourself up. You're puffing yourself up. I don't see no kind of remorse. I don't see no sympathy. I don't see no type of uh, compassion. I don't see no type of urgency to get those two House speakers, Pelosi and and and, and um, what's his name, Muchana or what, what's his name, Munchie. Get them to in that office and say, look, y'all need to buckle down and y'all need to pass this. Get this together and come on, let's take care of our people out here. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. But anyway, I'm not going to get my, my date all stirred up about that. I just wanted to share my little heart on that. You know, where, you know, I still felt that... Um, Pence did not adhere to the two minutes. He always went over, even though the, the the commentary was telling him, "Thank you, Vice President." He still was talking, and then when when and he interjected, and her and and uh, Senator Harris responds, she didn't stop him. And two times she did that to Kamala Harris. Um, Senator Harris, I need you to stop. Let him um, speak. And I'm saying, whoa, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What's this a partiality thing now? Wait a minute, sister. Wait, wait, what's going on here? And I thought they were supposed to cut the mics off during this debate. Is it about the rain? Matter of fact, it is raining. I gotta call my daughter. So I'm going to um, let y'all hear a little recap. I'm going to start my coffee off, and I'm going to call my daughter, and let's see what's going on, because it looks like it is drizzling. And I wanted to do the garden, but hey, here we go. Can't do that today. All right, you guys, be blessed. Always remember, go over to the Boom Factor TV on YouTube. Subscribe and hit the notification so you can be ready I will be having some new content coming up, and I don't want you to miss anything. You get to see Dr. D live on the screen. <laughs> All right. And um, also, I need you guys to send me your email address through the messenger, or you can send me your email address, boomfactortv at gmail.com, so I can send you the Zoom loop, the Zoom link. So we're going to have a Boom Factor celebration party on november um i keep forgetting the date (laughs) just send me your link i know it's next month (laughs) all right okay you guys god bless you and i think i got the paper here let me see if i got it let me see if i can find it right quick and if not just send me y'all send me your email address okay and i will be able to send you the link okay Let's be the first one. I think I can have like 75 people on the call, but I think I'm only going to have like 50. You know, we're going to do our best. All right? We're going to do our best. And then we will go live. But send me for you to be into that that Zoom, you know, that Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get to meet you guys um, in in person by Zoom. We're going to have a good time. Okay? All right. God bless you.
hospital, President Trump was back in the Oval Office today and releasing a new video saying ah. it was a blessing from God that My he got Lord. sick because he could experience how well an experimental new treatment works. Peter Alexander has the latest. President Trump tonight still recovering, but back in the Oval Office for the first time since testing positive for coronavirus, releasing this video. Because I feel great. I feel like perfect. So I think this was a blessing from God that I caught it. Praising the experimental antibody cocktail he received. It really did a fantastic job. I want to get for you what I got, and I'm going to make it free. Dr. Sean Conley reports President Trump's been fever-free for more than four days, symptom-free for over 24 hours, and that he has not needed nor received any supplemental oxygen since initial hospitalization. His doctor providing few other specifics, including whether President Trump is still taking the steroid dexamethasone to treat the disease. He's in uh, very good health. Uh, we're we're pleased with uh, his progress. Earlier, Chief of Staff Mark Meadows hinting the president wanted to get back to the office. If he decides to go to the Oval, we've got safety protocols there uh, that are uh, not only from a PPE standpoint, but from a ventilation standpoint. President Trump returns to a West Wing that's like a ghost town, with many staffers either quarantining or working from home. Stephen Miller, the latest aide to become infected. Miller is the 18th White House aide or ally to test positive and part of an indoor cluster that's become a focal point. The president's debate prep sessions, six positives in that group, including Hope Hicks, Kellyanne Conway, and Chris Christie. Another focus, that Rose Garden event where some guests were tested, but we saw no social distancing and few masks. Still, Meadows insisting to us today they were taking precautions. Why didn't the White House perhaps mandate social distancing and mask well, we, we do mandate social social distancing as much as practical, and when, when we're not and, and when when we're there, uh, obviously wearing masks when you can't do that. And late tonight, a first for the New England this Journal of Medicine, the nonpartisan medical journal, not naming President Trump, but slamming our quote current political leaders as dangerously incompetent, adding that Americans should not allow them to keep their jobs. Lester, Peter Alexander at the White House. Thanks. And millions of Americans are in limbo tonight, facing financial peril as they wait to see if the White House and Congress can finally agree on some kind of COVID relief package. Hallie Jackson now on where things stand. White House whiplash tonight with President Trump now open to a series of smaller deals to provide pandemic relief. Only hours after torching talks on a bigger stimulus package, saying he wouldn't negotiate until after the election. It's hard to see any uh, clear sane path on anything that he's doing. Democrats accusing the president of playing politics, with the White House now looking at piecemeal plans for things like the Paycheck Protection Program and $1,200 stimulus checks. Speaker Pelosi continues to throw out all kinds of reasons for the failure on the uh, negotiations, other than looking in the mirror. President Trump, who's shifted his stance on the stimulus before, laying out his latest position as part of a tweet storm, covering topics ranging from Russia to religion to the race for president. Pelosi calling his new stimulus strategy a missed opportunity, blaming his behavior on drugs the president's taking for his COVID diagnosis. There are those who say uh, that uh, steroids have an impact on people's thinking. No stimulus deal at all means no checks for people to cash and spend, no new money for testing or for schools or to help renters, no loans to mom and pop businesses like many restaurants. 
It's estimated 100,000 of them have already closed permanently, like Stoddard's Fine Foods in Boston, where owner Ace Gershfield had to lay off 35 employees. The partisanship is, is just totally ruining everything for us. We need people to come together to help us save our, our livelihoods. One area where Washington could compromise? Relief for the airline industry. Brittany Riley and her husband Peter hope so for their family's sake. Both flight attendants, both furloughed in massive industry-wide layoffs last week. What is your message to Congress now and to the president? Get it done. At 8 o'clock in the morning, I was checking my phone, just worried about the future, the future of my children. You know, we've dipped into savings that are supposed to be for our kids. And I just don't know if there's recovery from that if nothing gets done. Late tonight, we learned Speaker Pelosi and Secretary Mnuchin talked about a standalone airline relief bill. The two are set to talk again tomorrow. Allie, thank you. As dozens of states deal with increasing COVID cases, the situation is a special. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why y'all gonna have a standalone COVID relief bill just for the airlines? What about the American people in their jobs, in their homes? What, see, you see what I'm saying, you guys? You're picking. I just don't get this here. I don't get this. The HEROES Act was supposed to have been a standalone bill for the American people, for the non-essential workers, not just the essential workers, but a lot of non-essential workers like the restaurants, the, the, the different bars and clubs. Now, I'm not advocating bars and clubs, okay? But that's an outing. What about the stadiums? The football games, the concerts, all of these people have lost their income, their second job. Not only lost their first job, they lost their second job, their side job to help pay their bills. Okay. So that's what the Heroes Act was supposed to be about, people. That's what, that's, if you go read on congress.gov, go read through that almost 400 and something page bill. So why, why they just couldn't have that set alone and say, come on, let's help and, and, and solidify this here. And they've been having a lot of helicopters lately and they low too. And that's not a news one. These are military helicopters, y'all. Heard the jets and everything yesterday. And I don't even know I don't even know we have a base this close over here. So this is, I, 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 I'm like, what? Wait, wait, y'all trying to get just an airline bill? Oh, man, come on. Nah, y'all can do better than this. Come on, y'all. I'm sorry. This is just, man, I'm like, I, man, y'all better get in there, get in there with God and say, Lord, we need your help. Because this is about to go crazy. That's I just see mass destruction, mass destruction. This is this is sad. especially alarming in Wisconsin. Public health officials are trying to contain a surge there as the pandemic and politics clash. With more on that, here's Gabe Gutierrez. At St. Mary's Hospital in Green Bay, doctors are sounding the alarm. The situation in Wisconsin, best way to describe it, it's awful. Dr. Ashok Rai, along with more than 200 other health professionals, just sent this letter to local politicians, urging them to discourage reckless disregard of basic public health measures. 
A month ago, Wisconsin was seeing about 800 daily cases of COVID-19. Now it's more than 2,300. Over the last two weeks, cases have risen in 32 states. I would say every hospital is one bed away from being over capacity. Some are actually over it already. Among the lives lost, Heidi Hoosley, a teacher who'd planned to hold class via Zoom even after her COVID diagnosis. She died five days later. Oh, wow. When I think of her, I just think of... Oh, yeah purely kind to the soul. I think of somebody who is so kind in every sense of the word. Today, Wisconsin's governor announced the opening of a 530-bed field hospital at the state fairgrounds, and tomorrow, a new statewide order takes effect, limiting crowds inside bars and restaurants to 25%. Wearing a mask is simply not enough to flatten the curve. I'm once again calling on Wisconsinites to hunker down and stay home as much as possible. But the move has reignited a fierce political debate in this key battleground. President Trump had planned rallies here last weekend before his COVID diagnosis. This summer, the state Supreme Court agreed with Republican lawmakers and threw out the Democratic governor's stay-at-home order. Many business owners say the economy can't withstand another shutdown. It's like no matter how, what kind of precautions you take, is it something we can hide from? This week, the Green Bay Packers announced Lambeau Field will not allow fans until further notice. Oh, no, I see what I'm saying. It's affecting a lot of our businesses around here, and um, we're struggling, but we're pushing through. The surge in COVID cases here that began about a month ago on college campuses has now spread to all corners of this state. Lester? All right, Gabe Gutierrez, thank you. Tonight, the Gulf Coast is bracing for yet another hit as Hurricane... Man, this, this is crazy. Common sense. Okay. Okay, we only have what November, December? Come on. What what is the problem? Y'all y'all cutting checks for everything else, right? Come on, you send relief aid money to all these other countries. So the money is there. Ain't no such thing as a deficit and all this other kind of stuff, because they got money, y'all. They got money. They got all these I'm getting all kind of lists with people giving away money like crazy. You got to go through these stipulations, but it's out there. All right? Okay. You want to flatten the curve? Let the money go. Shut it down. I'm sorry. This is this is my thing. Shut it down. Okay, shut it down. Relief. Like I said in the beginning, this whole thing. Renters, landlords, taxes. Guess what? 2020 has been a covid pandemic year so we're gonna close this year out we're gonna balance the books we're gonna balance the books why is it so hard you guys for them to balance the books shut it down let people stay home again don't you don't have to pay we're gonna send you we're gonna send you a relief so you can go and buy your food right and take care of your light bill and stuff like that right okay to take care of your children all right we're going to have a, a certain, not just a payroll tax. Let's give the landlords a credit. Okay, if you didn't collect your rent, you can write that off on your taxes. You see what I'm saying? And I, I still debate, and y'all need to go to y'all senators and y'all representatives in your community also and let them know that you are against taxes on that unemployment. Because the money that you got from that unemployment, you're going to have to pay taxes on it. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And that's going to hurt you if you was out of work. You don't have no money already. 
Now you got to go and file your taxes for next year. And you got to pay taxes on unemployment. That's not even earned income. Oh, man. See, I got I to. Gotta... Oh, y'all just don't know. But anyway, this is ridiculous. That's only my view. I know I'm not in no leadership role or whatever per se to make things happen. But maybe God has put me that way. I've been checking out some stuff. Because some, I mean, and I'm sure they got somebody voicing. They got a lot of representatives and senators are presenting that are fighting for the people. But you got those two head hitters that's blocking everything, and it needs to stop. It needs to stop. It uh, it needs to stop. American people are hurting, man. I mean, we we got to stop this foolery. You got to stop it. toward already storm-ravaged Louisiana after slamming into Mexico. Let's get more from Morgan Chesky. Tonight, a dangerous preview of Hurricane Delta. The storm lashing Mexico with winds topping 100 miles an hour, tearing down piers and washing boats inland. It was just like so calm. And then it just started downpouring rain. Nicole and Jake Sinclair's wedding tough enough in a pandemic. Their Cancun honeymoon now turned upside down. Delta forcing the newlyweds to sleep in a resort restaurant for safety. There are no ferries. There's no airplanes. There's nothing leaving or coming into the island for two days. In Louisiana, where Delta could make landfall. Right now, we just can't seem to get a break from the weather. Thousands still cleaning up from Hurricane Laura which hit as a cat four less than six weeks ago. 2020 has been one of my worst devastating years of my entire life. I'm smiling, but in the inside, I'm crying. But I just keep on praying. I just pray every day. And tonight here in Lake Charles, even if Delta doesn't make a direct hit, these damaged neighborhoods are at risk from even minor wind or rain. Lester. All right, Morgan Chesky, thanks. Let's turn to Al Roker now. Al, what's the latest on this thing? Lester, we have hurricane watches and tropical storm watches now from Texas all the way to Mississippi. This storm system now, a Category 1 storm moving northwest at 17, but it will re-strengthen to a 3 sometime early Friday morning, making landfall Friday afternoon as a Category 2 storm with inundating storm surge, flooding, and it will be a real mess. We're looking at that storm surge anywhere from 4 to 11 feet along the Louisiana coastline, anywhere from... 10 to 12 inches of rain possible. And with landfall of Delta, Delta Lester, this will be the 10th landfalling storm, setting a new record for one season. Lester? Yeah, we have seen this movie before, Al. Thanks. In 60 seconds, one of the most high-profile terrorism trials in decades. Two men accused of helping ISIS kill 27 people, including four Americans, extradited to this country and in court today. Minnesota's governor has activated the National Guard as a precaution now that the ex-officer charged with the murder of George Floyd is out of jail. Derek Chauvin was released after posting a $1 million bond. What? Chauvin and three other ex-officers wow. have not, not, entered, not entered, please, I should say. Chauvin is not due back in court until March of 21. 
Also tonight, two British men suspected of helping ISIS. Our own bond. Y'all know who paid for it. Including four Americans have been brought to U.S. soil, appearing in federal court ahead of the most high-profile terror trial in decades. Here's Pete Williams. Federal prosecution. Okay, we're going to have to talk about that later. The man out on bail. And you know who got him out on bail. Their union. And they got a secret fund, you guys. It's called the Police Foundation Fund. And our major corporations, you guys, that say solidarity for the black community is funding this police fund. And that's how his butt got out of jail. Now, he don't have to go to court until, what, March 21? Really? Really? Wow. Mm-mm-mm. They're going to come up with something. You're going to wind up missing. Or, I don't know. This is just crazy. That's all I'm saying. It's a democracy. No, it's a conspiracy. Not a democracy. Because we fighting for that right now. You know. If it's up to Trump, he wants this to be a dictatorship uh, country. You know. And like um, Senator Harris was saying on the debate, the the allies that they came together to have peace, he didn't came and stirred up war. Hmm. And didn't not, not even thinking about it. Not even think about it. a lot of small business did business with China. You know what I'm saying? In other countries, right? To sustain their business because everything is so expensive. They don't have the money like the the big corporations. You know? Alright, let me go get my grandbaby. Ooh, my little ashy. What's up, you guys? It's Dr. D with the Boom Factor, and I want to send you out a lovely virtual third year celebration that we have been on the air. Yes, it's been three years. I thought it was four, but the way I was counting was wrong. Three years we have been on the air, and I'm telling you, it has been phenomenal. I mean, we have crossed the milestone as a beginning or a beginner podcaster and i'm just excited what god has done i mean we had some turbulence this year oh yes it really really like 
put a monkey wrench in my plans because I wanted to travel. But guess what? We can still do that by Zoom. So we're going to have a virtual celebration. I want to invite you. Um, just send me your email address and I will send you the Zoom link, the invitation. And it'll be November 7th at 7 p.m. I should have said 7.30. That's what I wanted to say. 7.30 Central Time. Let me change that. Or we can do 7. You know, a lot of people probably won't start coming in anyway about 7.15. <laughs> so let's just keep it at 7. Because, you know, people are like, whoa, they come in straggling when it's almost over. And I'm guilty of that, too. I'm guilty of that, too. So anyone um, that would like to celebrate with us online, drop me your email address. And I will send you the link for our celebration november 7th at 7 p.m central time it's boom fact the third year of being on the air oh my goodness and i pray to see you there this is dr d with the boom factor god bless you